because Ya Allah, on that battlefield, I will be killed, I will be mutilated, that my limbs will be severed from my body, but Ya Allah, that will be the sweetness of victory for me. What is the sweetness of that victory? Nabi Sallallahu said, Al Jannatu Tahta, Al Jannatu Tahta, Sufufi, Al Jannatu, basically, I forget the hadith. That the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Jannah is beneath the shadow of the soul. Al Jannah to Tahta, I'm going to try and get that inshallah, I will get it before the, before, before the end of our conclude. But the difference between a Muslim soldier and the soldier that is not a Muslim and is just believing Allah is that the Muslim soldier goes forth wishing, desiring death from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a source relief and captivation of the imprisonment of this world. While an enemy goes in with the sole purpose of self-preservation, protecting themselves and returning to their family. There was an interesting incident in the life of one of the companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidina Ahmad ibn He was lame. So basically lame, he was excused from participating in that. But look at the spirit of his wife. She was disappointed in him. And it shows the contrast in the times that we live in and the times of the Ashab and the companions of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that today we live in times where there is an overprotective, overpossessive nature of our family over us and fair enough that is the decade of love that you try and protect and you have fear for the ones that you love that they will encounter danger at some point in time. But when we realize we cannot control this and that people as social beings have to exist and have to function in the world, then we have to release to say that we make the art of Allah Ta'ala grants you safety from all the dangers that left beyond the doors of our homes. But the spirit of the wives of the Sahaba was that when he basically took the concession of, the, of, of, his, of his disability not to go to war, she chided him, she scolded him, and she said to him that it is but a small excuse that you are using not to go and fight in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In such a situation, conventionally a wife would say that rather you sit at home and you have an excuse, don't go fight in the path of Allah. On the alternate way, she was saying, and she was motivating to say, that this is a small excuse that you have. Why are you not fighting the path of Allah? Why? She knew that there was indeed a high probability that her husband will succumb to the, to, to the attacks of the enemy and die, but she wanted the honor of being declared as the wife of a martyr. So therefore she motivated him. And eventually, Alhamdulillah, he did have the desire in the heart. But the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to always control him by saying, Allah will not ask you to account for this on the day of Gajan. And then one day, he took it upon himself when his four sons were all going to battle with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that I know and excuse that my heart has a deep desire to fight in the path of Allah and give my life in the path of Allah. Seeing his sincerity, and seeing his desire that he saw the law was some granted him concept. And when he went to the battlefield, when he went to the battlefield, he fought alongside his sons. And Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with Martin. And when his wife came as a very proud woman to be the mother of a martyr and to be the wife of a martyr, she told her to travel to the battlefield to load the corpses and to return to Medina to Munawara. The moment she loaded the corpses, the camel refused to wake up. The 
camel refused to wake up. After much beating, the camel stood up, but it would not walk to the direction of Medina Kulina. And when they beat the camel, the camel used to take a few steps towards Medina Kulina, then turn around and have an enlightened to return to the battle. And so this was a phenomenon that the Sahaba could not understand. And so they inquired from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, Why is it that the camel refuses to return in the direction of Medina? And why is it that the camel insists on returning to the battle? And the Prophet Sallallahu said to them, That this was the little dwarf Ahmad bin Jamur, where he said, Before he embarked on battle, Allahumma ya tahuddu'i ila ahli. Then, O Allah, do not return to my home, do not return to my home. The intent was that God Allah give me get on the battlefield, but so much so did Allah Ta'ala respond to his du'a that even the camel accepted that the du'a of Allah bin Jalil was not able to return to his city or his own own study that the camel refused to walk into that direction and continue to return to the scene of the battle. So when it is sincere enough, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now this is where we as a society in today's times we are lucky, my dear brothers and my, and, 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 and my dear brothers. We are lacking courage. We are lacking bravery. We are lacking a sense of fire. We are lacking heroism. But whenever there is a challenge that needs to be met, most of us want to hide in our homes. But whenever there is anarchy and chaos and danger around us, we as Muslims are supposed to be at the forefront of addressing this because we are going to not fear the dangers of the world. We believe that our lives will only be taken if it is the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no enemy on earth that can take our life in Allah ta'ala has not ruled it. But today we are going to barricade ourselves. And that is why we find criminals running riot. This week alone, in three days, the Muslim has been victim of proper death. And why is it? It's because they look at us today as soft targets. That any threat, any intimidation, that we are so scared and that we become so fearful that we will not even react and we will not even show any form of bravery. There's a difference between kind of bravery by the way. Such a difference. Bravery is the absence of fear. And Alhamdulillah, there are those people that are very brave. That they do not think of consequences, that they ignore in any way deliberation or thought, but rather they will jump into the tip of things because they know no fear. And then there are those who are courageous. The difference between bravery and courage is bravery is the absence of fear, but courage is the presence of fear and the sheer will to do that which is right and to face the challenge and to face the consequences although there is fear in the heart. So we may not always be gung-ho and brave and not have fear, but when we have fear, to overcome that fear for the greater good of protecting ourselves, our families and our society, that is courage. And that I have still more into our hearts, inshallah, that this was the genuine essential quality of the companion that the Prophet Sallallahu and the great ones who have come up with, such as Sayyidina Salahuddin al-Ayyubi, Rahmatullahi ta'ala and all the great souls of Islam. So why are we here? We have to address that. And with everything that is happening today, every question we ask each other in our political conversation, to be Muslims, have the strongest armies, that we are now in excess of two billion, that we have the resources, that we have the right, that we have the weapons. Why is it that a small, uh, insignificant, despicable country like Israel is able to put fear into the hearts of all Muslims around the world where we are 
have a small enemy that oppresses our own, and with two billion and all of the richest countries in the world, we're incapacitated. We can't move. But then we're scared about it. We need to be feel the enemy alone. We are supplying the enemy with arms. We are supplying the enemy with them. So all we have to do is create an embargo, and that will create some form of obstacle. But today we have so much, we speak so much, that it is a small, despicable country like Israel that puts fear in everybody around the world, and Muslims are still to react. Why is this? It's a question we are asking. And we are talking about it, but nobody seems to have the answers. Why can't we take a step forward and fight fast and fast, fight fire with fire? And then you go and you go and choose the Hadith and the Prophet and the Lion and the Lion and give us the answers for everything. When we talk to each other, we cannot find the answers. But we are speaking to each other as we will. Let's go to the source of the knowledge. The Prophet said. But this is what I said. That
مگر یہ ہے نوسیت اللہ تعالیٰ
and truth is that he died from that small week and was not before he reached Madinah to Munawar. This shows the bravery of the beloved Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then we look at the bravery of Hazrat Sayyidina Khalid ibn Rabi'i that on the 23rd of last month is the historical day from which he left this world. Tafiqah is one of the greatest generals and military strategists of all time by non-Muslim Bayern. That he had fought in a hundred battles, never lost one battle. That he was the singular reason that on the day of the world that the Muslim's victory turned into something which became neutralized. They did not experience a clear victory. Well, because the Sayyidah Khalid will have been the right time. Let us look at his story. That he was such a great soldier of Islam, such a great military commander, that he stated that there was a very famous battle, the battle of Mecca. There was really a battle that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sent an emissary to one of the governors of Basra and then against the modern principles, he killed the emissary. And so the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 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 the Prophet and when he said the 3,000, this was the prophecy of the Prophet, I think five years of such years are The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam appointed first Sayyidina Zayd bin Hadisa, then Sayyidina Jafar, and then Sayyidina Abdullah bin Dawah. He said that if Zayd falls, then Jafar will take initiative. If Jafar falls, then Abdullah bin Dawah will take initiative. And look at the prophecy of the Prophet, I said, why did he choose three leaders and mention them by name? When they set out for, for the space perimeter, Shayajin, who was the governor, heard that the Muslims are coming to confront him. So remember, we heard that the army of 2,000. He said, let me send at least 20,000. Because I'm still going to overwhelm them. And I'm definitely going to win the battle. Because 20,000 times 2,000, hey. But because we knew there were not 3,000 men, but there were 3,000 Jahidin of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we had so much of fear on the number 3,000 that we dispatched 100,000 to fight 3,000. It shows the level of his fear for the Muslim soldiers. And he said, beyond that, he said that 100,000 was insufficient. But he sent word to Caesar to say that I am sending out an army of 100,000 or 3,000, but I'm still in need of support from you. And Caesar sent 100,000 more soldiers. 200,000 soldiers were sent to fight 3,000 Muslims, such was the level of fear in the heart of the enemies of the Muslims. And the Muslims will be helpless. They could have said, justify, they have to go back to Medina. You're not expecting it. This is suicide. We have those two elements of, of bravery. One is fight, that's bravery, and the other is flight, cowards. But when you see insurmountable odds against you, it is okay to take the option of flight and live another day to fight in another way. But if you choose to fight, seeing that the odds are against you, then that is bravery. And so the Muslim said, do we go forward or do we return? And then the motivational talk was given by the Sahaba that we have not come here to fight an army. We have come here to meet our God, to rest in hand with our wounds and our body and blood flowing from those wounds so that we are make pleasure in asking our sacrifice. So this is not about the army, it is not about the number, it is about the purpose and the objective for why we have a right. And we tell you forward. And when we move forward, naturally the odds were against them. But Sayyidina Khalid Mawali, Rabbi Allah Ta'ala, who addressed the leader of the army, of 
while I'm in the mountain. And he said that I fought in over a hundred battles to give my life in the path of Allah, to be slain by an enemy, to be killed by the enemies of Allah. That is what I fought for. And Allah Ta'ala has now replaced me that I'm dying on a bed, not even getting the enemy of dying in the battlefield. And someone prefers it by saying that, O oh, Khalid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you the title of Sayyid Allah. The sword of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah would not permit that his sword be broken by the enemy on the battlefield. So therefore Allah ta'ala is giving you the best of natural causes because if anyone kills you on the battlefield, the enemies will accept that you have broken the sword of Allah. And the sword of Allah is unbroken by the enemy. So we make the answer after these three words. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers in Islam, let us try and instead breathe once again in ourselves and in our young generations. Here we find that it's a small school that educates us. Here we find children becoming restless, aggravated because the Wi-Fi is not so strong. So we ask ourselves what type of future Ummah are we creating? That those who will be affected by something so insignificant that when the greater challenges of the world present themselves, what are they going to do in that situation? So let us start now, inshallah. We make our prayer for Ibrahim Ghulam Muhammad bin Ali, Sayyidullah Aslam, Kalim, Zubayla, Bibi, Nanda, Hassan, Hashim Ali, and Madam Hassan, and all those who are passed away. May Allah Ta'ala grant them Jannah to their wealth, inshallah. We are Shahad of Muhammad bin Ali, Kalim, 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 Shafi, Ahmad, Hulima, Bibi, Bai, Asya, Sayyidullah, Nabi, 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 Nabi,
سمع الله لمن حمده
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم ربنا تقبل منا صلاتنا وقيامنا ووقوعنا وسجودنا وتسبيحنا وتكبيرنا وتحميدنا ودعاءنا كما تقبلت من الأنبياء والمرسلين وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين برحمتك يا
Thank <laughs> you. 